welcome to the Align and Conquer podcast. My name is Isabel Ray Jones, and I'm an organic marketing coach who specializes in personal branding and social media marketing to help you align with your values so you can conquer the online marketing world. In this podcast, we talk business, marketing, personal growth, spiritual development, and pretty much anything life throws at you because it's all intertwined to bring you closer to who you are and why you're here. So let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome. I am so excited about my conversation with Tiffany Lowry today. She is the ceramicist behind the nature's clay. She's been slinging since 2018 and she started her business in college. So I am really excited to showcase this conversation today because we really talk a lot about creativity, mental health, and knowing the right time to get started in pursuing things that you love. So Please enjoy this conversation. I am so excited for you guys to get totally inspired. Tiffany is so wise for her age, and I was just blown away at the mindset that she carries with herself as she goes forth and creating a business and diving into creativity and really balancing that work and life mentality that we're all desperately trying to figure out how to balance. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Tiffany. Okay, guys, so I am here with Tiffany of The Nature's Clay, and I've got so many good questions for her. I can't wait to dive in. So, of course, before we do, I'm going to have Tiffany choose a tarot card. I've got two here. So let's call this one card A and this one card B. What you thinking? I'm thinking let's do A. A. Okay, cool. Perfect. Okay, so this is actually the Eight of Discs. And the Eight of Discs is really all about like focus and mastery. And as I told you before we started, you know, these always like play into the episode so well. And, you know, it's really just kind of like a symbol of you are on your way. Like you're putting in those hours, you're putting in the work and you're really working towards your craft and you're becoming a master of your passions and it's really just kind of letting you know, like you're, you're doing the right thing. You're on the right path. That's what you should be doing. And if you just keep at it, you are going to become the master of what you're doing. And as we dive into the episode more, you guys will see like how perfect this card is for Tiffany because she has some really exciting transitions coming up. So I'm just going to dive right in and start asking you some questions because I want to get to know about you. Um, I know you're in your last year of college and you have a small business and you're creating ceramics and selling ceramics and I'm, you're about to dive in full time to that, right? Correct. That's yeah. Everything is, it's really scary because like I've always done school my whole life and like right when I graduate, like I was like, I'm just going to just, I'm just going to do it. You know, like I don't have anything else holding me back. I like, I'm currently in a good spot where I can physically like, and like, you know, money wise do that. So I was like, why not do it now? You know? So that's awesome. How are you feeling? Cause I feel like that's two huge things that are happening all at once. Yeah. It's, 
like there's most moments where it's like so life threat like it's it's scary it's not life-threatening but it's just really scary like there's points where I'm like always thinking about it all the time and then there's moments where I was like I just wish I could take a break from it like I don't want to do it anymore but like when I think about things and like all the things that I've been like really blessed with and like all the support that I have I'm like I have so many great things that have propelled me to do these so like all of those like happy moments like over like to me they like overcome all of the like scared moments because like I'm always going to be scared of like I'm not a really big it's hard for me to like change really so like (laughs) so this is really big for you it's like two huge changes all at once right No, I mean, that makes so much sense, though. And that is so true about, I mean, having a small business, going through changes, just really with anything in life, it's all scary because it's all unknowns, you know? So it's awesome that you're like taking that leap and you're looking at the positives of it as well. Cause I think it's so easy to forget like, okay, what do I have going for me? You know, there's, there's always things going against us that don't feel like they're for us, but being able to just really sit down and say, okay, what is for me right now? And how can that help me in this next step? I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if you think about it, like in terms of like, being scared like all of my friends are scared to graduate college right now like we don't know what we're gonna do and like I was talking to one of my friends and I was like I am so scared that I'm this is not gonna work out and she was like girl I'm scared I'm not gonna be able to get a job she's like at least you know what you want to do for the rest of your life and I was like I've never thought of that like in that term like I do know that this is my passion this is what I want to do so like I was like I'm lucky that I'm blessed with that you know so yeah, oh, that's so true. I didn't even think of that, too, because, you know, my brother is actually going through the same thing and he's also going to have a small business that he's going to go full all the way into. Awesome. So, yeah, so he's kind of in that same boat where it's like everyone around him is like, what am I going to do next? And he's like, OK, at least I know what I'm doing next. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's going to be awesome. And I'm excited to just get to know more about where this passion comes from. Like, okay, so, you know, tell me about that. Like, how did you get started working with clay and where did you initially like have that passion spark within you? Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, This is a great question. Uh, So I started about mm, like two and a half years ago in like a college class, me and my best friend, from like when I was a baby, she, we didn't have many classes together that semester. And she was like an art major, really into art. And she was like, you have to take a ceramics class with me. Cause we're not going to have any classes together. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, I was like, I had taken it when I was like a little kid just for fun, like little hand building things, but nothing serious. And I was like, it, it might be fun. So when we started doing it and I like, like started working with clay and stuff, I just kind of started falling in love with it. And I think the biggest like turning point for me was like, I created this hand building vessel and my teacher um, like saw me working with it. And like, I was just so in the zone that like it was past class time and I didn't realize. And he was like, you were just so in love with that, that piece of work that you're doing right now. It's beautiful. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. I feel that way. And then it ended up getting submitted into like a little art museum uh, show and I was like, I think I, I think I'm actually good at this. Like maybe I can do this long term. And it was just so awesome to like work with like natural elements, you know, because it kind of grounds yeah. you and it's like it's a stress reliever, really. Like if you get so like mentally overwhelmed, I know I can just get on the wheel and just like, you know, solidify some stuff and like ground everything. 
So. Yeah. You know, and the fact that now that you bring that up, like the stress reliever part of it, I think that's something that a lot of creative people kind of find within their craft you know like I make music on the side and I find that when I'm writing a song when I'm putting a song together I start not knowing what I'm going to do and then all of a sudden it trickles into like these deep-rooted emotions like coming out in me you know and it all of a sudden it's like a release of that so I have a question that I'm actually going to skip over and come back to because I really want to know Obviously, as a creative, it's like a dream to have a creative business and to be able to do it full time and to be able to like dive into your passion 100%, nothing getting in your way. But then, you know, of course, everything else falls in like you have to keep creating and it's not really a matter of, yeah, I feel like creating today. It becomes a matter of, okay, I got to sit down and I got to make something. So like, how do you hold on to that passion, like that stress relief? And how do you really root yourself in that creativity and inspiration now that it's becoming like a full on business. Yeah. It's at first it was like every single piece that I made was like a joy. It was like, didn't feel like work and anything like that. But then, like you said, once I started getting more serious with it, like I started taking orders and I started pumping out more mugs, it almost felt like, Oh, I have to do this now. And when I, would use that language I almost I had to take a break like I had this period where I took a break for like two months because I was like like it felt like I was making myself do this and I was like it's not funny anymore if I'm making myself do it and my mom is super wise and so she like sat me down and she was like I see that you're like not as happy as you used to be when you're with the pottery like why are you taking a break and I was like I it's too stressful and she's like well like make some stuff for you Like, it's so easy to, like, make stuff for other people. But, like, when you start making things for you, like, that is why I started was to make stuff for me. And when I start doing that and I I give myself that ability to, you know, be a little bit more creative with things. Like, I don't have to do mugs all the time if I don't want to. And it's kind of hard to be, like, you have the power to, like, shape what your customers buy because your customers will always buy a certain thing. But if you make that certain thing and then you want to try something new and different, while it is super scary to take that risk, it like pays off in your mental health because trying new things and like rewarding yourself with like, oh, like I've thrown, you know, 15 mugs today. I want to throw a plate for myself and just sit there and decorate it. Then I let myself do it because I worked hard for that, you know, and that would be the same, like in a job, like like promotions or whatever, like you get promotions after working so hard on a certain thing. So if you think of it in like those terms, that's what I've been trying to deal with. And like, there's always some days that I'm like, not today, I can't do it today. (laughs) But I just like, I just take a break and I step away from it. And I know it stinks because people are like, oh, creative block is such a real thing because it is. And there's some days that I'm like, I hate that word, like creative block, because you don't hear that in like, business terms like you know accounting block you you never hear those things you know (laughs) so um like there's some days that I don't want to use the word creative block I'll just be like I just need a creative break like just for today and then tomorrow I'll do something different you know right so yeah that that makes 
Yeah, I mean, that makes so much sense. And I love that you brought the idea of language into it as well, because it really is the words we tell ourselves. That's what our reality becomes. So if you're like, okay, I have to make, not I get to make, you know, then yeah, yeah, it makes such a big difference. That's so true. And then really being able to, that's, I think that's another thing that I've found with creative specifically is like, okay, I monetized one passion. So then how do I monetize everything else? You know, so then it becomes a matter of like, every time you sit down to create, you're not just making for the sake of making, it's almost like you're making to monetize. And then the passion just totally falls out of that. So I love that idea of like sitting down and saying, no, I'm making this for me. And Mm -hmm. if something comes of it, cool. If it becomes something that I love and I want to make more of it, cool. But right now, this is for me. Exactly. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So now I want to know, like, so you're taking your pottery class and then did you just kind of all of a sudden, as soon as, you know, your teacher kind of mentioned something to you, were you just like, okay, I could make this, excuse me. um, (laughs) I could make this a business or was it something that like slowly started to unravel? I feel like, um, I'm really lucky because both of my parents are like very business oriented people. And I feel like the moment that I realized, like I was looking up um, millions of videos and Pinterest stuff. And like, I was seeing people were charging for things that I was already making. And I was like, I could make money off of things that I like to do already. And so like, I think, I think it was my second semester when we started wheel throwing, I was like, I can make, many, many things and sell them quickly. And I was like, but do I want to do that? Like, is that something that I want to do? So I sat with it for about a year or so, like just deciding if I wanted to do it or not. And, um, my dad was like super supportive and he was like, Tiffany, like, this is rare. You should take advantage of it. If it flops, it flops. He's like, you're still in college. You're studying journalism. It's nothing like ceramics. So he was like, just do journalism. If you don't want to do that. And I sold my first mug. I think it was a cup. It was a, it was like a abstract face cup, like a week later when I decided that I wanted to do that. And I was like, oh yeah, I got to do it now. Cause yeah. it's just like a, a reassurance, you know? Yeah. That's really cool though, that you like really took the time. I think that like, I know myself, I am like, I am a rusher. I'm like, I got the idea. Let's go for it. Let's not even think about it at all. And like, in a way, you know, sometimes that's really great because I can just like go into things. But at the same time, I, then I pour into something and it's like, oh, is this really what I wanted to be doing? So I think being able, and then especially with the creativity, you really need to like give yourself time to say, okay, is this something that I really want to do all the time? And then of course that spark of like, whoa, people are actually buying what I'm doing. And then you can use that to really get the momentum going. I think that is awesome. I love that like you took the time to sit with that. So you know, kind of going into the idea of starting this business in college, because, you know, like your dad said, yes, you, you can start now. And, you know, he kind of brought up something that maybe not a lot of people realize that starting something in a time where things are a little bit less sure, almost as better, because then if it, if it does flop, you still have something to fall back on. So, you know, and that's something that we all kind of look for is, the right time, 
you know, and we, we look for, you know, once we're done with school, then I can do this. Or once I have like X amount of money, then I can start doing this. And, you know, it's basically that mentality of like, once X happens, then I can have why? So was it that, you know, statement from your dad that really pushed you to try or like, how did you really get past that idea of like the right time? So I like, I'm a big analyzer and like, I like, like you said, you rush into things. I like sit with things for so long and like freak myself out about certain things. But this thing, I was like, if I do this, I have to stick with it. So I think that mentality of like, if I'm going to do this, I have to stick with it and keep going and do that, that I was like, the right time to me really wasn't a big deal because I was like, I'm going to stick with it no matter what I do when I do it. Because I mean, I have all kinds of things that I have to do anyway, but like, there's always something that I could cut out that could make time for it. You know, like I know that I watch too much TV or stay on social media too much. We all. (laughs) So, um, like that could just be cut out for me to make more mugs or something like that. And I feel like there was a time like that year that I was like telling myself, like, I'm not good enough to make cups for other people yet because I'm still refining my skills and everything. And in a sense that was true because I was still a beginner, but um, like the right time is like, I don't know. It's like, everybody's on a certain path and on a certain like, like timeline, but it's not going to look like everybody else's. So like, my friends might be getting married right now, but my path is to start a business right now, you know? So like, if you think of it in like, you can start it whenever you want to, that right time kind of like dissipates for me because like you can start it right now if you you have the money and ability to do it. Like the only thing that's holding you back is is you, you know? So Mm -hmm. like, it's hard to get over that mentality of like, you know, wait until you're done with college or wait until you like, can do it full time or wait until you have a more stable job, stuff like that. Because like, those are all things that like we need essentially and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's like, it's, it's a hard question. <laughs> yeah, no, but, uh, I mean, you actually said so many things that I, I actually kind of want to go back and unpack a few of them. Okay. So the first Sorry, thing you said, <laughs> oh no, that's perfect. I, you gave me so much. So the first thing that you said is that you can find the time, you know, you can make the time. And that is something totally, you know, I've got two kids at home. My husband goes to school, so I'm at home with them. And I know 100% in the circle mom's like, time, how do you get it? Where do you find it? And it really does stand in your way. And even when you're not a mom, sometimes it's you're in school. Sometimes it's you have a job. And so there's always like something standing in your way. So kind of, I want to know more, like when you're sitting there, you know, you're going to classes, you have homework, you obviously still want to have like some kind of social life. You want to go out and do things. How did you really just sit down and say, no, like I have that time and I can create that where, what brought you to that mentality? Yeah. So I like to get things done. Um, well, before, before I started doing this business, everything was like last minute. And then when I readjusted my thinking and I was like, I don't have time to do like a six page paper and pump out an order for next week, all in the same night, I have to start doing things ahead of time. 
So I just like would start like micro planning everything. And at first it was like really overwhelming because I would have to like plan in my friends and that's normally not what we do. Like we just hang out or it's sometimes it's in the middle of the night and we're like, Hey, let's, let's go study or something, you know? And it's just, um, it's a, like a kind of like a balancing act, I guess. Cause like I go to school and then if I can get stuff done immediately, I would try to get my homework done. And then if I wasn't doing homework, I'd go eat lunch with my friends. And then if I wasn't eating lunch with my friends, I'd go into the studio and start doing pottery. So like, I was always really like busy and stuff like that, but I personally like doing that. And I know a lot of people, some people like get overwhelmed with that. Like my best friend is like, I don't know how you do that. Cause that's not my thing. And I was like, that's fine. But like certain things, like if you want to, cause I knew that I wanted to pursue this and it would be a little bit harder than I guess the average way. I would need to put in the work and I would need to sacrifice like maybe some sleep or hanging out with friends on the weekend or like spending money on, you know, like a cute outfit instead of spending money on clay or something like that. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah. I mean, it really, yeah, no, that's perfect. It really sounds like it became a matter of priorities and it just kind of became a matter of like, okay, I am in charge of my time. So what's important, like, how do I want to spend it? You know, and of course, there's so many different ways we all want to spend our time, but there are seven days in the week, there are 24 hours in a day, and we get to choose how we use it. So you really took that to heart and you made it work for you. And I think that's amazing. Okay. So then the second thing I want to go back to is good enough. That is a huge, huge issue right now where I think we all just kind of feel like we, we have to be more, we have to know more, we have to do more, we have to like, you know, work more. There's just all of this more that we feel like we have to be. So for you, how did you get, how did you really prove to yourself, whether it was internally, externally, whatever, like, how did you get to that point of saying, no, you know what, like, I'm worthy of this. I'm good enough to do this, to get paid for what I love doing. Well, I'm, I'm still working on that one. Cause like, it's, it's very hard <laughs> to do, but, um, I struggle like deeply with that for like two years and, um, just like, even with pricing stuff, like I still, right. sometimes I like, ah, it's not worthy of being priced that high, you know, or like things like that, that I don't know, like, it feels like it defines me sometimes. Like, I'm like, I made that mug and I don't feel like I'm not great at it. So like, I shouldn't be pricing it as somebody who's been doing this for 10 years, but like, I've really supportive people around me. And when I price some things, they'll come around and be like, why is it that low? I'm like, I just, I don't know. I haven't been doing it for 10 years. And she was like, one of my, my best friend was like, um, but like your things are, you're talented at what you do. Like you can still charge those prices. And I was like, yeah, I guess, but like, it's like, like, I just don't like, sometimes I'm still working on that. And to me, like, it's a whole nother deal, but like, it's like insecurities. And like, for me, it's like my inner, like mental health and stuff that like kind of gets in the way, because like, if I'm telling myself that I'm not good enough for certain things, like I'm going to feel that my work isn't. So, um, I would like sit there and like overanalyze, like people who have been doing this for like 20 years and they're like, pros at it you know and I'd be like I should be there like 
or their Instagram looks perfect. Like I should have that by now, or I should have this many followers or blah, 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 things like that. And like, I just sit there and like, essentially I would waste time like overanalyzing these things and making myself feel bad instead of, I could have been like practicing my craft. But, um, there are times that I had to like delete Instagram because I was like, I, it gives me a lot of inspiration, but like, sometimes I need to take a little break from it just so I can like hyper-focus on my stuff and focus on me. And once I started like focus on myself and I think that comes with maturity as well. Like when you start getting older, you get more, a little bit more confident in yourself and you're not as like super insecure about all the things that you're making. And when people like, I guess this is like a short gratification when people buy stuff or like, they'll like DM me or something and they'll be like, Hey, this inspired me to make something, or I really love this. Like you, you're so talented. And I'm like, I don't know you, but that really does help a lot because like, it makes me feel like you're not my parent. So you're not saying like you're biased because you're right. like, oh, that looks good. But even though my, my parents keep me in check most of the time, like sometimes when my ego gets too big, they'll be like, mm, but the glaze doesn't look that pretty. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> That's what parents are for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. yeah. No, that's so true, though. I mean, Instagram can be amazing for self-esteem and it can be one of the worst things. So I like that you mentioned that you allow yourself to actually remove it from your phone, because even if in the moment it feels like, okay, I'm doing this like for myself because I have to. That's something that so many of us struggle with. It's like, if I delete the app, what's going to happen? Are they going to like, you know, is something going to happen with my followers? Is something going to happen with my engagement? And it can be so hard to kind of like disconnect yourself from social media especially when social media is how you run your business. So is that like one of your biggest points in kind of creating those boundaries around it and really giving yourself that time to reconnect to that worthiness and like allow yourself to just be? Yeah, I think like taking a step back and realizing that like this is a phone that I'm holding in my hand. Like sometimes like I have to like even just like point out the obvious like this has been a highly edited photo. This person has been doing it for years and they have a whole team. Like I am not on the same level as them in many factors. And like, maybe they're like twice my age and they've been doing this a year and their stuff is 10 times better than mine. Well, that just means they have natural talent and that's amazing because not many people do. And so sometimes when I don't like that comparison trap is really hard sometimes. So like with Instagram, I'll just say like, I'm taking a little break to focus on my stuff. And like, I have really awesome followers and normally they're very supportive and they'll send me like, I hope you're doing well, you know, things like that. But, um, I'll just, I'll just delete it and get out in nature. That's why I'm the nature's clay. Cause it really grounds me and it really helps me like get back to like, just take a step back and I'm not in that huge bubble anymore. I feel like I just get in this huge bubble of thoughts and like worries and stuff like that. So when I just, I take a little step back and I take a breath and I'll just relax a little bit. I can normally like ground myself a little bit. Some days it's not like that, but that's normally, I try to like take breaks and stuff like that to like counterbalance those things that have happened in the past. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You mentioned like so many amazing 
things. I mean, just like the mindset that you get yourself back into is like, yes, okay, you know, maybe right now I feel like they're better than me, but they have different circumstances than me. And, you know, maybe right now Instagram's overwhelming, but I am allowed to step away and just like putting those practices in place and being able to, again, kind of just like tune into, okay, what's the reality here, you know, and being able to say, okay, what's actually going on right now? I'm looking at a phone, which is just a little device in my hand. I can put it down. I can turn it off. I'm looking at other people who have a different life, a different story, different resources, a different timeline. And none of that has anything to do with me. And I think that is something so many of us need to remember that we need to remind ourselves so much. So for anyone listening, save this episode and come back to this point right here, because Tiffany has given us gold for dealing with that comparison trap. That is amazing. I know like, so every single person, I mean, big account, small account, like all of us deal with it. So I think that's great. And now, you know, I mean, I think that's a really great place to kind of end on is just to remember, like, everyone's timeline is different. And you said that in the beginning, too, when talking about the right time and bringing that back to kind of getting over the comparison, getting over the, you know, feeling like we're not worthy. Everyone's timeline is different and you are on the timeline you're meant to be on. And as long as you're willing to do the work, prioritize your time, make sure that you are making your day work for you, nothing's going to stop you. So that's beautiful. I mean, I love your entire mindset behind starting your business, running your business, moving forward full time with your business. I think it's going to be amazing. And so now I have One last question, and this is sort of just me prying into your future, Um, (laughs) because, you know, I have, you know, I've kind of done some stalking on the internet on you Mm -hmm. and your YouTube has a lot of educational content. Yeah. So, yeah. So I want to know, like, does your passion, do you think it's going to go beyond just making? Do you think you'll go into an educational point or side to your business at some point or what, what are you going to do with all that? Well, I don't know <laughs> because <laughs> I love making like those educational videos because for me, that's what I kind of needed when I first started, like was yeah. what all these things are because the world of clay is like, I mean, centuries, years old. So there's so many things like that you have to learn. And like, before you even start, like there's like trial and error things. And if somebody else can like help you do those things, I feel like that's the best. But, um, I haven't been doing YouTube for a while because like, uh, the video process, like I'm still trying to fall in love with it. So, and I feel like that's another, like, it's, it's really hard to like, um, tell myself that I can do like video and this and this. So like at the moment, video has just been kind of on the back burner, but I would love to like restart it up because, um, I don't know, like, even if it's like two people watching it, if like one, like, kid is like oh I want to be a ceramicist and she taught me how to do it it would make my heart so happy because like my mom was a teacher and so a lot of like the teachery language has been passed on to me so like if I'm a bad teacher that's okay too <laughs> but um I like I just kind of want to I don't know like teach other people and spread clay because it, it has changed my life so much in yeah. these like past two or three years that if somebody else could watch it and like even if they're not going to try it, they're just like, oh, that's really soothing or that's really satisfying. I think that would be awesome. So, yeah. 
I think that's amazing too, because it really kind of like pushes out the competition and makes it more of a community, you know? And when we're, yeah, yeah, I mean, when we're constantly competing with everyone in our industry and we're looking at everyone as like someone who can take from us, it really Mm -hmm. just creates a world of enemies, you know? So being able to go online and say, here's how I do it. Here are my secrets. Here, Here are my little trips and tricks to help you along your way. It brings in this community where you can almost work together to make ceramics and clay pieces something like an essentials for every day. So I think that's really great. And I would love to see more of those just so you know. So we are looking forward to it. So go ahead and let us know where can we shop your pieces and where can we follow along on your journey? Okay. Um, Well, I am at the Nature's Clay on Instagram, Pinterest and YouTube and TikTok. But um, if you want to buy something from me, you can go on my Instagram. I post pictures. Normally they're in like carousel posts. So you can just swipe through and all you have to do is either comment or you can message me and say like, hey, I want to buy this and I'll get back to you. And if you are Lake Charles local, there is some of my pieces in olive and indigo. So you can go check those out. And um, also for the Lake Charles local people, I'll be in the art walk in May. So that I'll be there too. Oh, that's so exciting. Oh, and Olive and Indigo, you can totally spend a whole afternoon. So definitely check it out. (laughs) Okay, well, I will be linking all of that below as well. So everyone can see that. Um, And thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure talking to you. We got so many gems from this conversation. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was so great talking about all of these awesome topics, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on and I'll see you guys next week. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe, follow. I will have more every Wednesday. Um, If you want to be able to go and look at the tarot card from today, you can go look in the blog post and uh, that's on my website isabelraejones.com. If you want to just follow along for updates on Instagram, that's at isabelraejones. So all of it, you can find me on the internet, isabelraejones, I-S-A-B-E-L-R-A-E-J-O-N-E-S. So there you go. Hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you next week.